Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode of the Greg Rich Ministries podcast. We're so excited today. We have Greg Govea back on the podcast today. He's an awesome, awesome guy. He's joined us before, and I encourage you, if you didn't listen to the last podcast we did with him, go back and listen to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, wherever you listen, go listen to it because he's an awesome man and has a great message. So, Greg, thank you so much for joining us today. Completely my pleasure to be here again. Um, I've been listening to the other episodes and uh, I feel like uh, it's an honor to be here because you guys have interviewed so many, uh, you know, people that we have in such a, a high uh, level, uh, pastors all over the world. So uh, uh, the uh, level is higher for me <laughs> this time. Man, and you know, since the last time I talked with you, I think I think it was before your daughter was born. I believe so. Yes. And you just told me your daughter is almost three months. Yes, so. tomorrow she'll turn three months. Man, and so again, congratulations to you, as Sabrina, uh, newly parents. And he he was just we were just talking, and you know, he was saying there's nothing like having your child or your daughter or someone or you know someone that something that came from you smiling <laughs> yes you. and i think it's yes. awesome because greg you can probably uh you know give a testimony to this but just to experience what it's like you know what it must be like for god to see us responding to him and giving our affection to him in the same way it, it, yes it's, it's, it's probably something hard to understand until you're in that position of being a father yeah, I think it also changes the way uh, you have your own relationship with God when you call him a father. Yeah. Because everything that goes through our minds when we are, uh, you know, thinking about our kids. Uh, now I, th I think about Rebecca and uh, I try to, uh, you know, push myself as hard as I can to, you know, be a good dad to her and to learn and teach and everything. And uh, I know that uh, we all have our limitations, but when I think about God, he has no limitations at all. Yeah. So uh, our relationship, when we call him a father, changes completely. And I think every man and women should at least desire to have a kid, a son or a daughter one day in life, because uh, it is an experience that uh, we all should, uh, you know, live. We all should experience it. And my, my dad told me that growing up, my father, he said, he said, there's some things that you're just not going to understand Yes. the way that I love you or the way I care about you until you have a child of your own. And so I know you're, you're, you've been experiencing that for the last three months. And I believe you guys will probably have many more children. I don't want to prophesy <laughs> something you don't want. <laughs> I don't know about many more, but uh, we think about at least yeah. uh, one more. Man, that's so awesome. And the cool thing <laughs> is, is every, you know, the people that are in your church and, and there's a lot of people that probably see you almost like a father figure, just being in your church and you've been helping the youth for a lot of years now. And um, it's so cool to know that we have our biological children, but there's also children in the faith that we're helping yes. inspire. Yes. And, and so, but it, it's awesome for you guys. And, you know, Greg, there's a lot of people here listening from America, Brazil, all over the world. And we've heard all the news that's been happening. And especially in Brazil, it seems like uh, a lot of the news we hear is not always good. It's not always positive. There, there's yes. things happening. But I believe that you believe that there is hope. 
and that we can I do forward. And I know that there's people that are afraid they've lost jobs, they've lost family members, but this is not the end. God has mm-hmm. a future for us. He has somewhere Amen. to go. And yes. I believe that, um, you know, we're, we're, we're showing our strength as the body of Christ as we continue to take our place and yes. it's who we are. And so I really just wanted to give you an opportunity to share a little bit, you know, kind of give us, for those of us that aren't in Brazil, kind of give us an update on, on how things look even naturally, but spiritually how things are progressing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we are in a very difficult situation in Brazil. Uh, we are almost reaching 400,000 deaths. So uh, a lot of people have, uh, a lot of people died, unfortunately. Um, I don't know anyone that, uh, you know, can say that uh, he has, he or she has, has not lost, you know, a family member, a friend, because we all have, we all have gone through that. And uh, we've lost family members, we've lost um, friends, very close friends. And uh, it, it, of course, brings a lot of sadness to our hearts uh, when we are uh, speaking naturally. But uh, we've got to move in, you know, we've got to believe that there is something more. We've got to believe that God has not uh, left us or forsaken us. According to the scriptures, he said that he will never do that. So even though we are facing uh, trials, uh, we uh, knew from the the scriptures, uh, you know, more than 2,000 years ago, we would face challenges in life, but we should not lose hope because God will be with us all the time. And even though we go through stuff, maybe we uh, don't understand them, uh, you know, when they happen. But God is still God, and He's always good, and there is a reason for, you know, for everything. So uh, even though we are going through this very difficult situation, God is still being God in Brazil, and there is still a lot of uh, good things happening. Uh, you know, the body of Christ has come together. I have never seen so many uh, different churches coming together. You know, I, I have a phrase that I, that I really like that says that the kingdom of God is a kingdom of friends. Yeah. And I've seen it. I've tasted it, you know, and uh, I've lived it. And uh, I see that uh, the uh, power and the strength that this communion uh, brings is yeah. something that, you know, you can measure. It's unbelievable. Man. So, uh, Greg, I have to tell you, I have to be honest with you. I've stole that phrase from you. The kingdom, <laughs> the kingdom of no, Don't worry. That, that phrase is not mine. So I, I've okay. stole it from someone else uh, uh, to you, you know, so don't worry. <laughs> no, but, but it's a great phrase because it's true that we are all connected in the body of Christ and we all have a purpose and we're all moving in the same direction. And there's yes. a lot of times, you know, that we feel there, it can naturally feel even in our soul and our emotions that this is too much. I feel mm-hmm. overwhelmed. So when yes. someone's in that position, what's, where can they find their safety or where, where can they find their anchor? I like to call it like an anchor place. Where, where, yes. can, we, where can we find that? Um, you see, naturally when uh, we are working, you know, when we are living our lives, uh, and especially these, during this pandemic time, um, everyone um, ran home, you know, everyone uh, uh, 
they went to their own houses and they stood there and uh, we have to keep social distance and everything and do not uh, step your foot out of your house your yeah. house is the safest place in the world because in your house you will not get uh, you know uh, you won't get covid 19 and everything but um this is naturally speaking this this is you know uh, it, it this is something that um we would say it is prudent it is wise to do that yeah. but when we talk about our spiritual life uh, we also need to take care that uh, the Bible considers our lives and our body as, you know, the house or the temple of the spirit. So we also need to take care of it. And uh, during this time, uh, something that uh, comes to my heart, and especially this time, is that uh, we got to watch over, we got to be, you know, with our eyes on it all the time. And we got to understand where and how we are building our house, our spiritual house, because there is also our, you know, our anchor, our safe harbor, our, you know, the safest place for us. There, there is, you know, our natural house uh, for uh, our safety, but it will pass. Yeah. You know, uh, you will move, you will go to another place, you will sell your house, your house, you know, a truck can, you know, uh, just an example, but a, a truck can, you know, bring down the walls of your house mm -hmm. and uh, one day it will perish. One day it will come down. But our spiritual house, when we know what we're doing, we, uh, we have the opportunity to build it as a stronghold. And there uh, we're going to find something that I consider, at least for me during this time, the safest uh, place. And this is the word of God. Because yeah. in the word, we have all the promises uh, from God. And God himself said that everything would pass. You know, heavens would pass. Uh, you know, uh, everything would pass away. Heavens and earth. Yeah. But the word, it will never pass. It will stand. And uh, we have so many uh, things going on in the word. But from uh, for more than uh, 2000 years now we have the same word and it is so updated uh, we know we have a, a famous pastor that he would say that uh, the word of god is more updated than the newspaper that will be launched tomorrow wow. and and that's it uh, when we are um, taking care of our spiritual uh, house we are building our spiritual life upon the word. We, are, we know that our foundations, it will be rock solid. Amen. And um, there is a one scripture that uh, I would like to, to hear. Uh, I would like to, to read if you allow me to. Absolutely. Can I, can I go through it real quick? Yeah. It, is, it is in Matthew uh, 7, 24 and 27. And uh, I got my notes here and I will bring my Bible, but uh, the space here would not... Uh, <laughs> be good for that so i got my notes here and uh, uh scripture says like this matthew 7 from 24 to 27 therefore everyone who hears these words of mine uh, and put them into practice like a wise man who built his house on the rock the rain came down the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock but everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house 
on sand, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. This uh, scripture uh, talks so much to my heart because, you know, um, everything that we are doing daily, it means a lot. Yeah. So if we are just wasting our time, if we are the, uh, if we are just you know uh, doing things that won't matter at all, and uh, we can even say naturally, if we are not investing you know in uh, become a better professional, a better uh, father, husband, uh, friend, uh, you know things, um, one day the rain will come, one day the wind will blow, yeah. and uh, when we look at the text, uh, Jesus is saying that the rain and the wind. It came upon everyone. Yeah, you know, it would not spare uh, those who were not prepared for that. It, it wouldn't. And, and sometimes that's what we want. Oh, please, Jesus, spare me this time because I have not been prepared. But uh, today I want to bring this word, you know, of encouragement and bring also strength and comfort for all of uh, you know uh, the audience listening or, or watching us, uh, no matter they are. You may find yourself, you know, with your house built upon sand, but God is always expecting your first move, your first step, uh, you know, uh, to help you out, give you a new life and, and help you uh, build this new house with a rock solid foundation. And that foundation is the word of God, because no matter what happens, no matter uh, what kind of pandemic, uh, uh, you know, hit us, we will stand our ground and we will, you know, with our strength and with God's strength, we will win every single day. And uh, it, it is, uh, I feel like uh, there's something that I, I want to uh, share about it because I recently have gone through that. Uh, last December, uh, Sabrina and I, uh, my wife and I, she was uh, seven to eight months pregnant. And uh, we both tested positive to COVID. So imagine my mind on that situation. Imagine everything that was going through. And um, I went to emergency care in the hospital for six days. I, I was bad. My lungs, they, they, were, uh, they suffered a lot. And I also spent two more days after that recovering. And I... Thank God I worship him. I glorify his name because uh, he was with me. And by his grace and mercy, I'm here today to tell you this story. But uh, so many things uh, have gone through my mind during that time. But uh, one thing helped me, and that was not my physical house because I was not there. I was at a hospital. Yeah. What, uh, what really sustained me during this time was a rock-solid foundation you know, was uh, because I knew that uh, the promises of God, they will always come to pass. God is not, you know, a, a simple human being, not to, uh, you know, just to lie about it or not to fulfill what he says. When, once he said it, uh, it is uh, going to uh, be performed. So uh, during this time, my anchor, my safe harbor was the word of God. And I... I was not the kind of person that always had it. I had to, uh, you know, when I first met God, 
I uh, had an encounter with him and I was not the same anymore because I knew that there was so much more to learn from him. And as they uh, was passing by uh, and I was developing this relationship with God and with the word, new structures were being formed, you know, in the foundations of my spiritual house. And uh, as time passes by, you and I, uh, we will face things, but we will realize that we have a different strength. We have something different that uh, help us every single day. You know, we look at some situations and we say, oh man, no, we're, we're not going to be able to do that. Now, now we, we're going to be lost. But then suddenly that is gone, that, that is in the past, and you have one, one more day. And that only happens when we have God with us and we have God, you know, as, a, um, as being the word of God. We have Jesus being the word of God, Jesus himself as the word, uh, you know, sustaining our, our foundations. And uh, for all of those uh, listening to us, if you have this relationship with God, watch over it, take care of it. And uh, one day you, you might not know when it, when something is going to strike you. But when it does, when wind and rain comes to you, you will be prepared. You will have a structure enough and you will be able to stand your ground. Man. Nothing will be able to stop you. I, I love that. And, and in, Matthew, in that scripture you shared, like you said, there's almost like a promise that there are going to be trials that come. There are. There are. Yeah. Yes. And so... The time to build the foundation is not in the rain. <laughs> it's beforehand. Yes. So yes. There, there's times that, you know, in my life, you can almost get uh, become comfortable. And you're like, man, everything seems to be to be working good right now. I don't really have <laughs> much. And so you almost, uh, you, you can, there's the opportunity for you to kind of relax yourself. But there's never a time that we're not to be building. And, yes. and building, I mean, knowing God more. You know, it's yes. not like a work to prove yourself to God or to prove that you are worthy of him. But it's, a, it's a, you know, Paul said, he said, I have one thing that I desire, and that is to know him. And yes. so that is our goal in life is to know God. And as I'm pursuing to know him more as a, a byproduct or, or a natural thing that will happen is my foundation is being built. And what yes. does that mean? That means whenever trials and tribulations come, I still know the character of God. I yes. still know that he's for me. And I, first of all, um, you know, if you, if someone in your family has experienced COVID or, or even yourself, you have to know, have this foundation. First of all, this is not from God. God is yes. not trying to teach me something. But it's our role and yeah. our responsibility. Absolutely. And so we have to have that. I would say that's almost like the, the smallest foundation you can have is to say, you know what, this is not from God. Not only is it not from God, but he has the power to take me out of it. He's provided yes. Amen. it. And so, Amen. Um, you know, something that you, I would say, you know, Greg, I wanted to ask you is, you know, there's, there's people maybe here who say, maybe my house is on the sand right now. Maybe I haven't <laughs> had this foundation. And there's no condemnation in that. I don't live yes. in that regret because we can all look back in our lives and say, oh, I wish I would have. Yes spent more time and i hope those in that situation they're going to be listening to this yeah. and by the spirit of god and by his mercy and, and power those people will be you know uh, motivated they, they their eyes and ears will be opened so that they can take action uh, about it 
Yeah. And, and those people that feel like, man, I, I should have been building that foundation. Okay. Maybe you didn't. Today's a great day to start. Today yes. Amen. Day to start. Amen. They'll pick up the hammer, start building the foundation. But Greg, I want to ask you, you know, practically if someone's like, okay, I hear what you're saying. It sounds great. And I agree with you. How do I build the foundation? How do I start? Where, where's the beginning? I want you to just share a little bit of that. Yes, uh, everything starts, uh, you know, um, I, I would, uh, um, you know, I would be tempting to say everything starts with this, with the Bible, you know, but uh, maybe there are some, uh, some people listening to this and they are in a place where they uh, do not have access to a Bible or, uh, you know, uh, they have never been presented uh, to, to this book. And I, I confess that at first it is intimidating because it's a huge book. <laughs> but um, I would say that the first thing is, you know, to uh, burn, uh, you know, to, to look for this, uh, understand that there is this uh, need. And uh, only one thing can, you know, meet this thirsty, this hunger that we have inside. And that is Jesus. Yeah, and uh, I would uh, I would say that the first thing that uh, someone practically needs, you know, in, in order to start building uh, or uh, changing the foundation of their spiritual house, is uh, inviting Jesus to live uh, in their hearts. Yeah, we all have done it uh, before, uh, and uh, I don't know about you, but I, I'm pretty sure. Uh, you, you were always, uh, you know, close to it because of your father and the environment that you, you grew up. But uh, it took me some times, actually 18 years, until I gave my life to Jesus. And uh, I remember as it was yesterday, and uh, it's been quite some time already. <laughs> there are some white, you know, beard here. That, uh, don't, don't, don't look close yes. in my hair. Don't look close. Yes. <laughs> but um, I remember that day. Um, and that day I said, <clears throat> Jesus, I recognize you. Yeah. I uh, want you. I desire to know you more. I have people talking about you, but I do not know you. And I do not accept uh, having a relationship with you starting now, but and only uh, based on what other people say. I want to know you personally. You know, I want to have this uh, intimacy with you and I want to develop. I want to learn. The Bible says that uh, all of you who want uh, wisdom, ask for it yeah. and it shall be given freely to you. So uh, just like with wisdom, God is the one that uh, is you know, expecting to have a relationship with all of us. So when we take the first step and we invite God to live in our hearts, that's it. You've taken the most important step. Surrender your life to Jesus, whatever you are, whatever you are listening. I uh, say it uh, by the Spirit of God. I say it in the name of Jesus. Whatever you are, this is the moment for you to open your heart and invite Jesus to live in it. He does not want to, uh, you know, uh, drag you to a church. He does not want to uh, drag you to uh, everything that you are right now. He wants to teach you every single thing, every, uh, every single thing, not only telling you uh, when we think, uh, when we do not know him, we, we think that uh, 
everything that Jesus will say is that uh, you cannot do this or that. You cannot say this or that. No, no, no. He wants to teach you what you can do, yes. what you, you can be, and how you can live a great life, uh, the one that he has for you. He wants to give you a destiny and a purpose. He wants to give you life and life abundantly. So yeah. with that, if you desire that, the only thing you need to do right now, just invite him to live in your heart, saying that, Jesus, I believe you. I believe in you. I believe that you, being God, have uh, set all, all of these uh, you know, status of God apart have uh, come as a man, have died, but but on the third day you have rose again. And with that, you have conquered eternal life for all of us. Just yeah. say with your mouth and whatever you are, you have taken the first step to take the sand out of your uh, structure and you will start building uh, uh, the proper foundation for your life. Man, and I love what you were just saying too, because I truly believe in this moment the Holy Spirit has prepared hearts that are listening. Amen. And, Amen. And I, believe, I prayed for it. Man, I, I, I'm so thankful because I, I know it's, it's happening right now. There's people that, you know, maybe never even heard of Jesus because the way that this is being distributed, sometimes it goes to different audience. We're not just trying to reach people in church. We're trying to reach the world. And mm -hmm. I know there's people listening. No matter where you are, there's, it's not an accident that you're listening today. Amen. It's not an accident Amen. that this came across your feed or came across your, your app or whatever, wherever you're listening. It's not an accident. Yes. And, and God has a purpose and a destiny for your life. And he not only does he want to do great things with you, but he wants to do great things in you. And yes. the first of all, you know, like Greg was saying, when you invite Jesus into your heart, it makes you a brand new person. Everything yes. that you used to be, the old way you used to see yourself, insecurities, problems that you had, those are dead and gone. And that's not yes. who you are anymore. You are Amen. a person. And so I, I just believe that there's people that are listening. It, Greg just explained it. If you want to accept Jesus, just rewind about 25 seconds, listen to what he said and say it from your mouth. Because yes. the word of God says that when we believe in our hearts that Jesus is Lord, that he is the son of God and he died for our sins and we confess it with our mouth, that we are saved. And sometimes when we, we, we see that, we want like a, a physical show. We want something to like prove to us, you're saved now. But this is where faith begins. We have to take God at his word. There may not be a dove or, or, or a lightning <laughs> comes down and says, now you are saved. We have to just know that God, first of all, God loves me. So he's not going to yes. lie to me. Someone that loves me is not going to lie to me or, or lead me in a wrong path. He wants the very best for you. And, you know, there's times that, you know, maybe some of you that are listening, you grew up in church. And uh, maybe somebody gave you a picture of God that's not accurate to his true character. And, you know, Greg, I don't know about you, but have you ever got a text message from someone and if you don't know them really well, or, or sometimes you misinterpret it, you think they're angry with you. They think, yes. they think that they're saying something <laughs> all the time, all the time. But when you really know the person, if you were to hear their voice, you would interpret what they were saying differently. Yes. And so I always think about, uh, you know, Peter, whenever he was walking on the water and Jesus, he called him out on the water. Mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. Walk on the water with me. Well, yes. 
he actually, he said, okay, I believe you, Jesus. He got out of the boat. He started walking. And then he saw all these circumstances around him. <laughs> and he began to think. And when yes. we read the Bible, it says, you of little faith. And when we hear that, we almost see Jesus like wagging his finger, like being angry at him. But I really believe Jesus was saying like, Peter, you were doing this. You trusted in me. You saw yes. what you could do if you just believed in me. And now you let everything happening around you cause you to have doubt. Why didn't you just continue? And so, you know, I know my father, you know, riding a bike. When you, we start mm -hmm. riding a bike, we have uh, what's called training wheels. It's like these mm -hmm, two mm -hmm. wheels on the side. Mm -hmm. and that so, supports you so, do you so you don't fall. Exactly. And so I believe Jesus was like that support for Peter. And he was there with them. And then there comes a time whenever my dad, he didn't want me to have that support. He wanted me to be able to ride on my own. So he took mm -hmm. those off and he said, you know what? I'm going to hold the back of your, your seat on the bike and you're going to mm -hmm. go and I'm going to hold on. Well, I was riding and he was holding on to the back. And then he was, I, I looked back and I realized my dad wasn't holding on anymore. <laughs> but I was, I was still going. But what happened is, is as I realized he wasn't there, I began to shake and I fell. And he came mm. to me and he didn't say, wow, I can't believe you. You didn't have faith in yourself. No, he encouraged <laughs> me. He said, you were doing it. I wasn't even with you. You didn't even know I wasn't holding the bike and you were able to ride on your own. And wow, wow. If, if my natural father is like that, how much more my God, my good father in heaven it says if our, if our father in earth knows how to give us good gifts, how much more our father in heaven. And yes. so it gave me a new picture because I didn't, I didn't see Jesus condemning Peter as much as I did see it as him uh, encouraging him, saying, man, you, were yes. you had this, so don't give up. And so I just want to encourage people. You may have and the first arm that was stretched to reach out to Peter was Jesus' arms. Yes. He didn't, he didn't uh, you know, just leave him there and say, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You came you came by your own. You came on your own. Now figure it out. <laughs> One thing is he called him out and then he was there with him. And so yes. I just want to encourage people, if you started your life in Christ and maybe you've fallen down, Jesus is there. He's stretching out his hand. He said, Let's get back up. Let's start walking together again. I don't want to leave you down in the water and trying to struggle for your life. I'm ready. I'm right here, ready to pull you up and to help you go into the next step. And so, you know, Greg, I'm sure you've probably experienced that in your own life before where there's times and, and, and on this podcast, we want to be honest, you know, even though we are ministers of the gospel, we've experienced things in our lives. Yes. There's been times where we felt beaten down in our soul or in our emotions, but we've gotten back up and it's not because of, we're great people. It's because mm -hmm. of our great God who's given us grace and his Jeez. ability to get Amen. back up. And so, Greg, I just want to just give you an opportunity really to, to encourage people who feel like they've fallen down and it's time to get back up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I've written something here that I, I really like. It's from Rocky Balboa movie. You, you know it? Okay. And it says that... Um, it is not about uh, how hard you hit. It is about how hard you can get hit, but then you keep moving forward, <laughs> you know? And uh, for me, that's so important because uh, of course we will, uh, you know, have uh, our, you know, 
our experience is that sometimes we will fall from from the bike, we will sink in the water, but yeah. that doesn't mean that's the end. No. You know, our God is a good God, and just like you said, He will always, uh, you know, uh, have His right and strong hand stretched to us to reach out to us, no matter what. And uh, you know, um, there are so some uh, great uh, bands and worship bands that they uh, sing a lot of, you know, uh, a lot of from the promises of God. And um, if you're just starting, uh, reach out to those. There are so many good ones, and uh, you will learn from uh, most of them. They are talking about uh, the Psalms. And uh, from that, you will uh, get to know that God, he has, uh, you know, been with, uh, with people in the desert. He's been with people, you know, uh, in, in the oceans. Uh, he's been, you know, to uh, set the oceans apart. He has, uh, you know, won uh, wars. He has provided, uh, you know, food. He's done so many things. And he's expecting to do the same uh, with you. But not only, you know, in an f- uh, old-fashioned way. He wants to uh, get uh, access to our hearts. And right now, no matter where we are, he wants to uh, show uh, everything that he is for us. Some, yeah. uh, maybe someone is uh, listening to us and there is no food in the fridge. Yeah. God is a God of miracles and trust him, call upon him and uh, his miracles can be performed, uh, you know, uh, to help you out with this. Someone may be going through, you know, a loss of a loved one and uh, it can be hard. It can be tough, but it does not mean that it is the end for you as well. Because uh, we understand that there is another life, an eternal life. And this one that we are living in, it is so quick, you know, 70, 80, maybe 100 years. And that's it. We're gone. This is just flesh. But there is a life uh, prepared for us, conquered with the highest price and the price of the blood of Jesus. And that life is waiting for us to live the eternity with God. So he not only... He not only wants us, you know, to be expecting to live that life, but he wants us to know him so that we can live and experience everything that the kingdom has to offer right now. So if you're lacking anything, God is your shepherd and you shall have any lack. You shall lack anything and he will be with you. Man, it's so good. And I believe even what Greg was just saying is pure truth from the Bible. And so I know that the reality of what he's saying is burning in the hearts of people right now. You know it's true. Even if you, your mind can't comprehend it, your heart knows because your heart was created by God. And so yes. do we, not lose hope. No, do not lose hope. And, and Greg, there's sometimes that people feel weary. And mm-hmm. you know, something you had kind of mentioned to me in, the, in the, some things you had talked to me about mm-hmm. before. And I wanted mm-hmm. to kind of share a little bit about that because there's times that it just feels like it's too much. <laughs> and, yes, it uh, does. It does. And, and that's the reality of it. But we know our God is more than able, but he's also inviting all of us who are feeling that way. Don't be ashamed mm-hmm. that you feel that yes. way, but don't yes. sit there. Come yes. to me. And so I wanted you to share a little bit about, about that as well. 
Yeah, and actually uh, Matthew uh, 11 from verses 28 to 29, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is actually the only one that can take whatever it is that uh, we are carrying up, uh, you know, in our backs, on our backs right now, whatever stress, pressure, uh, you know, whatever situation it is, Jesus is the, is the only one that can, you know, come, uh, that can uh, work in us in a way that he will exchange this. He will give you, you know, this lightweight yoke. And he will not leave us there. He will uh, give us rest. And that, that rest is something that uh, psychology cannot do. You know, sometimes it does help. We are not saying that it does, uh, that, that it doesn't. You know, it has its role. It is important. And if you are, uh, if you consider that it will help you, uh, go for it. But uh, know that there are some things that no, uh, you know, natural knowledge will help you. Only supernatural power can help you. And that is through Christ and Christ alone. Man. And and it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter if you're young. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. We all experience things. And, you know, the only true, uh, you know, sometimes medication is just a way to numb things and it doesn't actually mm -hmm, mm -hmm. get to the root of the issue. But Jesus is there to get to the root of the issue. He's yes. dealing with the symptoms or the fruit he always goes to the root and the root yes. changes the fruit. And so yes. he doesn't wow. want to, he doesn't want to just cut off little areas of your life that have been issues. <laughs> he wants to get to the Wither the leaves, right? Yes. He wants to get to your heart because if he can get to your heart, then the fruit and the leaves from your life are going to start producing in the way that you want. And, and you know, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I I would just add it and guess who is the tree of life? Yeah. <laughs> he wants you to be, you know, as a branch on him, being, you know, um, being put, being uh, input or, or inserted in him. And uh, who does it? Ourselves. It's our responsibility to take ourselves and insert ourselves in the tree of life in, in, in Jesus. Man, and it says in the word of God that he is the vine, we are the branches. And so... Yes. The from the branches is where the fruit is produced, but the branch has to be connected to the vine or to the source of life. And yes. we, for those of you that just accepted Jesus tonight, or, or maybe you, you haven't heard this before, you are connected to the very source of life. And from you, if you allow him to, there is going to be life produced through you. But, you know, Greg, as we're, as we're wrapping up tonight, I wanted you, you had talked to me about Isaiah 40. And yes. I love that scripture. And I'd love you just to kind of uh, go over that and minister to that to people tonight. Yeah, I've been praying about it. And this is a word that is, uh, you know, burning in my heart. And uh, while I was praying, I uh, understood that someone, you know, in your audience would need to hear this. So uh, I want you to uh, 
listen up and I want you also, uh, when I say you, all the audience to open your heart for this. Isaiah 40 verses uh, 30 and 31, they say like this, even youth grow tired and weary and young men stumble and fall, but those who hope in the Lord, they will renew their strength. They will soar like uh, on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary, and they will walk and not be faint. If you're listening to this and you find yourself in that situation, God is the one that um, will strengthen everything that you, uh, you are and uh, enables you. He will enable you, uh, you know, uh, so that you can go through everything that uh, you know you're passing, everything that you're living, he's expecting to perform great miracles in your life. And uh, what what it takes is for us to uh, you know seek him. And uh, once we understand who he is, what he can do, and everything that he has, we just need to wait on him. Yeah. And when we do so, we are exercising our faith. We are letting our faith grow because we know that our assurance, you know, our certainty, it is on the word of God. It is in Jesus and nothing else, you know, will make us feel tired or weary or make us faint because we know where our heart and our hope is. Man, and, and it, like you were talking about too, our hope is always in God. <laughs> you yes. know, we can't look to the government. We can't look to our family. We can't look to friends or relationships. In Brazil, if we're looking to the government, <laughs> man, it, it is a mess. I hear it, you. You know, yeah. uh, it, it is very complicated. So if we are depending on natural resources or natural instructions, yeah, we're going to be in a very hard situation. Yeah, <laughs> that's, and you know, that's really what we're talking about tonight is, you know, building your foundation is first of all accepting Jesus, but then it's putting your hope. And that word hope means a confident expectation. So my yes. expectation is in God. I'm not expecting anybody else to care about me the way God cares about me. And it's yes. he cares about me. He's going to provide for me. He's going to take care of me. And a lot of the things that I'm expecting him to do has already been done. And yes. so what I have to do is now I have to line up my mouth with his word. Yes. And as yes. I line up my mouth with his word, I will start re experiencing the reality of his word in my life. And Greg, I'm sure you can attest to this, but I can't expect anybody else to enforce the word of God over my life. <laughs> I have to do it. You know, I yes. have to be the one that enforces what God says about me in my own life. I can't expect you to do it. I can't expect my friends or my wife to, to do it for me. I have to be the one to open my mouth. And so, guys, if you don't know where to start, open your Bible. Find one scripture. You don't have to have 20 scriptures that you're, you're speaking. Find one that when you read it, it really grabs your heart. And you're saying, wow, that says something to me. And begin to speak it out of your mouth. And, and what you're going to do is you're going to start experiencing the reality of that. But, Greg, we're almost out of time here. And I just wanted to mm -hmm. kind of give you just another minute or if you had one final encouragement to people or, or anything else that you'd like to, to say. Uh, yes. Uh, if you are listening to this and you have never been presented to the word of God and, and to, the, to the word of faith, 
Yeah. This is what uh, we live by. And uh, when you, you might have heard it in a, you know, wrong way. And I want to make sure that uh, we got it presented to all of the audience in a, uh, in a proper way. What is the, the word of faith? Once we realize what is written, we believe it. Yeah. Because we believe it, we say it. Because we say it, we know that it will come to pass. And because it will come to pass right now, not tomorrow, not when it happens, we laugh, we dance, we rejoice because for God, it has already happened because we believed it, we said it, and it is going to pass. Uh, in Brazil, we always have, you know, uh, some passages from, uh, you know, not passages, but some quotes that Brother Hagen used to say. And once, and the first one that I heard that grabbed in my heart was that he was always saying, it will come to pass, it shall come to pass, it shall come to pass. And I want to encourage everyone that it, you might uh, have just, uh, read one single word from the Bible, grab it with all your heart and uh, repeat it to yourself, yeah. make it uh, sound out loud and it shall come to pass. I uh, bless all of our, our uh, all of the audience right now and uh, I declare health, life, strength and uh, uh, you know all the comfort from God upon each one, each and everyone's lives. And uh, may all of you be blessed and uh, accepting these words as they are coming straight from uh, the throne of the Father. Man, this, this has been such a great time. And I believe and I agree with every word that was just spoken tonight. And so we believe we're going to hear testimonies from people that are experiencing Amen. rest and relief and those that have been weary, and even those of you that accepted Christ tonight, don't, don't feel like you're alone. Feel free to reach out to us on social media. Yes. The message, we want to be your, your brothers in Christ. So, man, we just want you to know you're not alone in this world. We are here for you as well. Yes. The first step is yours. But yes. the journey, there's a lot of people to uh, ride along with you. Yeah, man. And Greg, thank you so much for tonight. I know it's going to be a huge blessing when it airs. And man, just thank you again. I thank you for the privilege and the honor. And I wish everyone a very good month, year. God is always good. And oh. the best is yet to come. All right, brother. We'll see you soon. Talk to you. Bye. Ciao.